So you're a dentist, eh? You're in the right place. This is the Canadian Dentist Podcast with Dr. Carlo Biasucci, where you'll get a truly Canadian approach to building a low-stress, highly profitable practice and live life on your terms. Learn more at TheElitePractice.com. Alrighty, so you've gone through the hiring process and you have a new hire. You are frustrated that... Um, they are making mistakes and don't know their job 100% after like three weeks only. How much training is reasonable for a new hire and how long before you expect them to know everything? Um, also, do you recommend paying new hires for training? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so there is a... Um, you have to not be... I think selfish is probably an appropriate word here. Um, where you think a person is going to come in and care more about your stuff than about their stuff, first of all. Second, again, back to treating people like volunteers. Um, if you have that mindset, then you're going to be a little bit more, I think, careful in your approach with a person like this. Now, the average employee, because we're used to hiring people that are non-dental, right? Mm -hmm. The majority of our employees over the years have been non-dental. It took us in our respective careers years, years to get any good at what we do, right? How is a person going to go from whatever they were good at to this in three weeks and be any good at it? You expect them to have a clue. I expect them not to be outright detrimental to the business. Like my, my only expectation for a person at three weeks is that they're, they are willing to learn. They are still willing to learn and be coached. There is no end to a person's career with me if they are still willing to learn. When they decide they are done learning and they don't know enough, that's a problem, right? Right. So the big issue is, is are they still willing to learn? Now, what are they learning? Well, you've got to train them. You've got to pay them for training because any other job, they would get that, right? So just because you're a small business and you're a dental office and you, you need to... This, you know, you, you don't have a huge budget. It doesn't matter. That person just, they don't get it coming in, right? Now, do you have to pay them for months of training? No. You need them to know the basics. So the faster you get your act together and what, you're, what you have available for training, the better. So we talk about, we teach people, it's in the third, fourth module in the program. Like it's early in the program, how to make your own training platform. Do you know that I only have two or three offices that have ever actually done it? Mm -hmm. That's sad. Like, it's not hard to do. But if you want people to learn quickly, then have a place where they can learn quickly. Otherwise, your training process, unfortunately, is they're going to learn what we teach them, which is good foundational knowledge, but it's general knowledge. If you want them to be able to sit at your front desk, click on your computer software, and do X, Y, and Z quickly, you got to teach them that. Right? right, I can't teach them Dentrix and Open Dental and Maxi Dent and all this stuff. I mean, we don't need to do that. I want to teach them how to not mess up a phone call. But they, when they're taking that phone call, they have to create the new patient file. They have to enter the patient's information. They have to book an appointment. Hey, that stuff all takes time to learn. When they're used to using their iPhone, going into some of the software is like, oh my goodness, this is like a whole labyrinth. I don't even know where to click. Well. Yeah, it's different. Mm -hmm. And if they learn in one software, if you're fortunate to have someone from with dental knowledge, 
they're not going to know your software because every office uses a different software, it seems like, right? So you have to have your own foundational training system and it can start with the most basics, right? What's the position that turns over the most? What's the hardest thing to train? What's the, for me, I think it's admin and it's like the very basic stuff. Like how do I get them through a day where I'm not like, where we're not going to bleed, you know what I mean? Like what's the, the biggest holes to plug? So we have a few people that have done some really smart things like hire a kid Usually it's their own kids, right? <laughs> Come in with a video camera or, you know, install a screen capture software and literally mouse click and, and microphone voice over, just like we teach them in the, in the platform. It's all how to do. It's all there, right? But take the time to create that and then watch what happens is now I have, in a very short time, I have hours of onboarding video that this person can show up and in, you know, a week they can book an appointment. They can move an appointment, they can take a payment, they can do all these things, right? Now, at three weeks, do I expect them to know what my two-year employee knows? No. I just expect them to keep learning, right? Right. Now, add stress to the mix, add an open schedule to the mix, add all umpteen frustrations that we deal with as business owners, and your patient's worse then. Totally understand it. But it's not going to help that person if you're beating on them to learn it. They're going to learn how they're going to learn. Now, caveat, when you hire people, if you don't follow the assessments that we talk about, if you don't follow the one score assessment, particularly the cognitive side of it, then the person may not be capable of doing the job you're asking them to do. Right. If you break the hiring system, then you are fully responsible for that person being on your team that just has a limited capacity, Right. So that's another important factor to keep in mind. Right. Yeah. And in all fairness, would I have been there after three weeks if you expected me to know everything within three weeks? Yeah, not a chance. No. Not a chance. Exactly. But see, you miss the opportunity to invest in a person that, that becomes a long-term employee. Yep. Right? All of our long-term employees, I mean, my goodness, every one of us, just think of three weeks into whatever you started doing. Like when you were an associate dentist, when I was an associate dentist, my goodness, if if how I was at three weeks was the judgment of, you know, right. whether or not I would maintain my employment, I probably would have not maintained my employment. <laughs> like, nobody starts good at what they do. It takes time. We have to be patient. Just like with a child, like child takes, take a year to learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. So you give them three weeks and they don't walk. Well, you know what? Forget it. You're just not meant to walk. <laughs> like that's ridiculous, right? Yeah. You can't expect that from people. You have a right to expect continued growth. And I would expect it as an employer, continued growth. But it's also my job to provide them the training to grow, right? What we do is a huge part of that. But specifically in your office, you can't neglect putting in the energy to create the training. The best time to do it is when you're training, right? Right? Because I'm going to train this new person on, on my team. I've got to show them all this stuff. Well, hey, guess what? While you're doing it, record it. Right? Yes. It's the best time to do it. Well, we have patients. Well, hey, can you find an hour, two hours? Can you both come in on a, you know, a day off for half a day to invest in this person? The, the existing employee would invest that time one time. So they wouldn't have to do it again. That's how I would approach it. Hey, you know what? The frustration that you deal with with new people working beside you, what if we only had to do it once? And the next however many people should ever happen to come and sit beside you in the front desk or whatever, 
you'll already be able to tackle the first, you know, key 30 things you need to know before they even sit there. Would that be interesting to you? Great. I need you to come in for three hours on Friday morning when we're all closed anyway, or Saturday or Sunday or pick a day to teach this person and record it. And when they ask questions, great, record that too, because the next person will probably have the same questions, right? Right. So it's so simple. That how do you do that? It's in the clinical efficiency systems, at the very bottom, right? We even give the list of all the things that we trained on. Like you can actually see them right out of our, our platform. It's super, super simple. It doesn't require any tech, anything. You use a cell phone if you want, right? So anyway. Perfect. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.